Hello, welcome to the Shepherd's Bush Heptagon um, with uh, an unusual podcast this week uh, for the Me One Versus Me Two Frame Twenty of the podcast. Um, a disaster has occurred here at the Shepherd's Bush uh, Irregular Triangle because um, we just played the through the two me's and the commentators and referees just had a blinder of a match, a frame. Um, literally almost unbelievable uh, in its scope and it, just very exciting i wish you could have been there to hear it and you should have been but uh in the excitement ironically enough uh, me too was wearing his dressing gown throughout it was a sign of his increasing falling from grace uh, and it has quite a long sleeved dressing gown and it caught on the task gown uh, just as we got to the black ball finale of this podcast and uh, the task gown crashed to the floor wiping the entire frame from history um, and uh, fortunately the Tascam is not broken though the pause play and pause button does not now work this is the second Tascam that I've destroyed in the course of or damaged in the course of podcasting I should really be more careful so um, it is a shame because it was a very exciting frame I'm going to the, the result of the frame has to stand um, and uh, I may have the last three minutes for you to tack on because I've restart the task cam so you can at least hear that um, but uh, yes essentially um, they were playing for love the uh, of course you'll know that um, at the start of this frame me one was 11 eight ahead having won five frames in a row uh, I asked me to whether he believed he was actually battling against the force of love maybe a force too great for him to be able to defeat he was confident that even if that was the case that he would be able to defeat love that he would finally win a frame after such a long time um me one more sure that he would win funnily enough and uh, also suggesting that he was now that he'd become so good at snooker compared to me too that it was perhaps uh, there was a disparity between the two and that uh, me one was planning on going off to compete in actual snooker frames against other human beings because he felt he was too good and his management had advised him to do this. So they, they were playing for a lot of things here. They were playing for the future of Me One versus Me Two Snooker, most importantly, but also for love, the destruction of love. Of course, Me One still agreeing that uh, if he loses a frame, that's the end of his marriage, though he did seem to be slightly buckling there, uh, saying that as long as he won, that would be the case. And if he didn't win, then he might have to rethink it. So, I mean, I can't remember too much about the frame. I will try and take you uh, through what I do recall. Me Too uh, broke. He immediately went in off. It wasn't a good start. Uh, but um, Me One didn't pot a ball. God, it would be amazing if I could remember the whole thing. Uh, and Me Too came back with a very early break of three balls, nine points, got ahead, a couple more mistakes. Uh, it was fairly even. Uh, but then in the middle part of the frame, uh, Me Too just went way ahead. I mean, it just was ridiculous. He, got, he was sort of 60-odd points to 25. Uh, there was some good... Potting. There was a few careless errors, a few good snookers that led to um, me one catching up a little bit. But it seemed like an impossible golf between the two of them uh, when, when there were four or five balls to go. But me too, he was trying his hardest. I can promise you, I know that I was inside him at the time in his head. Uh, his, his dressing gown was flapping open a little bit, showing his genitalia to the crowds, which uh, is not the first time they've seen that. Uh, and... Um, he actually had two or three occasions he was going for a quite 
going for a ball that was visible but just only just and he hit a black and then a blue and then a black uh, and so suddenly me one was right back into this match it still seemed impossible uh, but maybe haunted by the idea that love was against him uh, maybe not wanting to allow love to lose who knows what was going on in me head i promise you he was trying as hard as he could but it got down to a point uh where after some snookers and some mistakes unbelievably me one by the time we got to the black ball were were i think more or less even can't have been exactly oh yes it can yeah uh and uh, they were absolutely on the same point so it came down to the black ball uh me too attempted to uh, double the black ball into the top pocket and failed to do that. The black ball was then on for me one. And then I think you can hear in the last part of the podcast what happened there, but it was utterly astonishing. I'm heartbroken that uh, you will not get to hear the whole thing, but the result has been, the frame has been played and the result has to stand and I cannot lie to you and play a different frame. That is not the kind of way we work here. That might be the way the BBC work. They might lie to you and cheat, but here, the me one versus me two podcast, we have to tell the truth. Um, you know, I'm, I'm gutted. It was, it was. I, I was really pleased with the frame. So, and I've lost my blog today. So, you know, it's it's not been a good day for technology. But uh, I'll leave you to hear the last part of the podcast, which we tacked on there. Find out who won, me one or me two, after that incredible comeback from me one. Will he seal the deal, or will me two finally win a frame snooker? Carry on listening to find out. So sorry, the uh, during the excitement there, the Tascam got knocked onto the floor. I hope it hasn't destroyed this incredible frame of snooker. We've had to restart. It did turn off, so that's a bad sign. We may have lost it. If we have, this will just go down in history as the lost podcast. Um, me one missed the black. Me two. It's all down to the black. Me two is going to try and double it into the top pocket. He's failed, he's left it on. His arm, me one, unbelievably, has come back. Me one has won the frame. This is insane. I just, to God, hope that you can, that that hasn't been fucked up. It's 85 plays 60, uh, 77. And uh, I genuinely can't believe that. That is a testament to love. Um, it's just that is if I didn't know better I would say that had been cheated and it has not been cheated there's been incident the task has fallen on the floor um, may not have even recorded you may not know what's gone on here at all I, I, I personally I commentate one I'm in disbelief at that it's like me to threw it away um, he, he missed several shots he blew about 20 points by hitting the wrong ball let's go over to me one uh, me two rather which um let's not get them mixed up what's what's happened me two what's what's this about i don't i genuinely can't believe that i was ahead i was going to win it was impossible the champagne was on ice something really spooky is going on here this is um genuinely just unbelievable um, I, I've got nothing more to say I mean I'm a bit afraid um, that I could get that far ahead and blow it um, I shouldn't I mean I tried to double that last black in that was foolish I was, it, was, it was arrogant pride um, 
genuinely, um, and you know, that, that seems impossible. What's just happened seems impossible, but it seems to have happened. And if it's not even been recorded, that will be even worse. Uh, me one. Well, Rich, um, <laughs> never write me off. I'm the comeback kid when you're playing someone to the standard of me too. I mean, he played some good snooker today, but he played some appalling snooker. He made some terrible mistakes. I think in his heart, he wants to be married to his wife. He's scared of her, uh, to my wife. He, and uh, he, uh, he threw it on purpose. You know, I'm not, he, I know, I did not throw it on purpose. Fuck you, me too. I think I've shown who's, who's superior. I think there's an angel on my shoulder making sure I win these games. So um, that's all I can say. Well, I'm going to have to go because uh, I want to go and check and see whether all of this has been destroyed. Because if it has, then um, that's going to be really annoying. Uh, but I uh, <laughs> hope you enjoy it. Do tune in again next week. Uh, go to gofasterstrike.com and buy uh, some DVDs and books if you fancy it. Uh, the Rich Herring Less Square Theatre podcast continue. Uh, the David Mitchell one sold out. There's tickets for Dave Gorman on the 5th of November. Um, Adam Buxton on the 19th of November. And Russell Howard on the 3rd of December. So do come along to those if you can. And unbelievable. I mean, this was just an unbelievable match. Um, and again, I do promise you, despite what me one saying there, uh, whenever I'm playing as Richard Herring for either of these characters, I do try my hardest to win. Uh, and so there was no collusion there. It seemed like an impossible frame, but I promise you it was all genuine. 85, 77, 12, 8, 6 frames in a row for me one.